0: Sports Radio 93.7 WEI, it's Pete Shepard, Kirk Manahan with you until 3.20 this afternoon. Phone number 617-779-0850, toll free 888-525-0850. We'll get right back to your calls and, and texts and all that stuff in just a, in just a, a few minutes. But we're going to check in with from WEI.com, our Bruins insider. Uh, DJ Bean is uh, at the Garden. Hey, DJ, how you doing? Not bad, how are you guys? Very well. Is the ice melting yet or what?
1: You know what? I, th- I think that after uh, after playing, what was it, three games in uh, in Tampa during the playoffs last season, I think that uh, they're prepared for anything. But uh, no, no, it's not bad.
0: Yeah, just you know, freaky things tend to happen in the, in Boston during uh, right, yeah, during the, the playoffs. Yeah, things things yeah. do happen. But well, first of all, let's get to the obvious question I want to ask you about. Uh, you know, Krejci is going to play today, correct?
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. That that pane of glass uh, didn't hit him hard enough. Apparently, he's uh, he's good to go.
0: Yeah, that was one of the. Uh, that's one of the freakiest things I can ever remember seeing at the end of a playoff game ever. I mean, it just and, was unbelievable.
1: And of all the people for it to happen to, I mean, <laughs> David Krejci, uh, the, the guy who two years ago basically the, the Bruins end up being doomed in the playoffs because because they lose him, and uh, obviously each year. He's, he's their their biggest performer, not named uh, Tim Thomas in the playoffs. So that that would have been just devastating and, and really wacky if if it, if it uh, ends up as badly as it could have been.
2: Anything changed, DJ injury-wise from anybody else here from from game one to what you're hearing here before game two? Anybody you know unexpectedly injured here? Anything? Any any other news that we haven't heard about?
1: Well, the, I mean, Adam McQuaid still has been practicing yep. with the team. Originally, remember this was supposed to be an eye injury mm-hmm. uh, or an eye laceration because he'd been so bruised uh, after that. Uh, Hit from Chimera a few weeks back, but he hasn't been skating. They've since changed. They've since started calling it an upper body injury rather than an eye injury, and he was walking around the press box the other night, and and his eye didn't look so bad. So uh, make of that what you will. So um,
2: did you look at his whole upper body though, or no, just his eye?
1: What's did you get a look at his whole out. upper body? You're only looking at his eyes. Okay, well, fine.
2: Hey,
0: did surprise you the uh, how this game went down? Opening game, you know, with with uh, you know scoreless game, and of course Kelly with a great shot in, in overtime. Were you surprised at the way the Capitals played that game?
1: Absolutely, I, I was. I was shocked. I thought that this was going to be a very quick series. I, I I picked the Bruins in five, and I thought that it was more likely to 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 end in, in four than it would be to end in six, but. I know that Dale Hunter came in there and he's trying to get them to play a more defensively sound game. I just didn't think they were get, that they were gonna to respond to it as quickly as they have. And obviously, uh, the Bruins had seen the Capitals a couple times down the stretch with uh with Hunter since he'd taken over for Bruce Boudreaux, but I mean I was I was floored that they were able to play that road game they played the other night and really li- limit the Bruins uh better opportunities. And yeah, they got a bunch of shots on net but you look at that first period, how many golden opportunities did they get? Oh, yeah. And what that led to was was Braden Holtby, who had never faced a, an NHL playoff shot in his life, probably getting a little more comfortable than they would have wanted him to be. So when they were getting those better opportunities in the second period before they took a nap in the third, uh, Holtby was more comfortable and uh, he was more ready.
2: This is what we're going to see all series, right, DJ? And I think you wrote about it earlier in the week with Ovechkin v. Uh, Chara here. You know, I saw – I retweeted Dale – so Ovechkin's on the ice, even strength without Chara for 23 seconds on Thursday. We're going to see that the whole series, right?
1: Right, and especially uh, in these games at the Garden. When when Claude Julien has his druthers and the last line change, it's going to be right. every time Ovechkin's out there, he's going to have the Chara-Seidenberg pairing out there. And you guys saw last year against teams like Tampa and teams mm. like uh, like uh, Vancouver. Vancouver. And to an extent, the, the, the Flyers with the way JVR was playing, when, when that pairing is out there against uh, top forwards, it's just nothing happens. And that's a, that's a huge victory uh, for the Bruins because, actually, I, I did some nerdy research, and over the years, Chara and Ovechkin have played each other 24 times in their careers Yep. Chara has outscored Ovechkin in just as many games as Ovechkin has outscored Chara. Yeah, it's like, it's like so that's, the old
0: the old matchup with Steve Kasper on Wayne Gretzky. 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 Yeah, remember uh, that? He just right. owned him, and, and just uh, at least the, the first like 20 games against the Bruins, Gretzky basically didn't do hardly anything, and the Bruins always seemed to have their number until the Stanley it's Cup Finals. How, it's weird how, by but, the way, it's no. also
2: weird how, uh, I guess the new term for journalism is nerdy research, which I didn't realize. These yeah. Days. Well, you know, I mean, you were just well, doing your—you were just doing your job. I mean, I don't know what the big deal is.
1: I decided I wanted to be a sports writer when the internet was around, so I figured it was going to be a lot easier. Yeah. So, uh, like, but, actually having to, to, to slave over box scores and
2: oh, forget it. time
1: on ice and play by plays is uh, sickening.
2: Your regular Grantland. But Rice.
0: I'll, just getting back to that matchup real quick with with Ovechkin. Also, I mean, not to mention you know Seidenberg and Chara, but also that that whole first line I think was. Did very well also, and in, and in, in complimenting obviously it, with Marshawn and Sagan and, and and Bergeron, and I was talking to Kirk about that before uh, DJ about you know Sagan's re- responsibility much more this year than last year in the postseason, and 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 so far he's lived up to it. I know it's only one game of the postseason, but I like what I'm seeing.
1: Right, I mean, I, I think that I, I know that a lot of people throughout the season were calling for Sagan to be playing on uh, on the Krejci line with Lucic when uh, or after Horton went down, but I mean. Sagan, this is not this is no disrespect to, to Sagan, but he kind of needs that Bergeron line, and they need him because in that Bergeron line you have, you obviously have Bergeron who's probably going to run away with the Selkie this year. is one of the best uh, two-way mm-hmm. forwards in the NHL. Brad Marchand who is another exceptional two-way forward. And then in Sagan, obviously he's not known. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't drafted number two overall, so he could play defense. And that's something that you still... Come, that's still kind of coming along for him. So rather than being on a more offensively potent line and risking allowing a lot of goals, which even when he was with Krejci and Lucic and they were scoring a ton, they were giving up a ton of goals too. Um, so he, he fits perfectly on that Bergeron line just in that he can, his deficiencies defensively are kind of made up for by Bergeron and Marchand, but his offensive skill just totally puts them over the top. So uh, yeah, I mean, Sagan, this, this isn't last year where every time Michael Ryder plays poorly, everyone's screaming for Sagan to be in the lineup. He's yeah. in the lineup, and he's, he's getting some, some pretty big responsibilities seemed... going up against Alexander Ovechkin's line.
2: Sorry, DJ. It seems like in, this, in series like this, it seems like that road team always has that one shot in one of these first two games to win. I think Washington might have had that shot in Game 1. I think it's going to be tough, really tough for them to win this afternoon. What's your expectation level here when you look at the Capitals heading into Game 2?
1: I think it's going to be higher scoring. I think that uh, after playing a, a more defensively sound game that the capitals should be very encouraged uh by how they were able to limit the Bruins, but they've also uh looked at what their m o has been for for so many years and that's just been to score a ton of goals and hopefully uh end up with uh with more than the other team. I think that uh maybe they get a little careless in that regard and take some more risks. I think that they need a lot more out of uh out of their second line which uh mm. Which uh, I mean, I applaud Dale Hunter for basically con- conceding uh, uh, Alexander Ovechkin to the Bruins and just saying, you know what, we'll put Ovechkin on the top line. Char and Seinberg can have him, but we'll put Backstrom and Semin on that second line and hope that uh, maybe they can match up better with some of the other lines. But the issue there, of course, is against the Bruins, who don't have any maybe truly elite players. They've got six twenty goal scores, and they're such a deep team offensively that no matter who you have against whom. You probably won't be the ones that have the matchup problem.
0: You surprised at the way of uh, uh, how physical Ovechkin was, and and, and you know, yeah, he had, he had, despite not having the one shot on net, I mean, he he was pretty solid in the game. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he had. I was right. surprised that uh, as physical a game as that was. Very physical he was. Uh, yeah. I thought he, I thought he I thought he was great, and I was wondering if if that was ever Crosby, what would have happened?
1: <laughs> right. Well, well, Ovechkin's got a got a big frame, and he and he uses it correctly. the The issue with him is though, and this is another area in, in which. Uh, the Bruins will probably take every time is that if you line him up for a big hit and if, and if you, 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 put some solid contact on him, the rest of the shift that's all he's thinking about. And you saw it so many times against Seidenberg in game one, where Seidenberg would put a, a good hit on him. And it wasn't like, uh, like a was going after him the rest of the shift, but you could see that he kind of had an eye on him and he would kind of try to, to circle around and put himself in a position to, to, to hit Seidenberg and, If that's what Alexander Ovechkin is out on the ice doing, then the Bruins win this series very, very easily. So uh, it's good for the Capitals that uh, he doesn't back down, that he he likes to use his body. But if that's all he's thinking about, that's going to be a problem for Washington.
0: Uh, I'm not one of, uh, last year when they were over 21 to start off the power play with Montreal, I was still sitting here. I was one of not here, but I was on Facebook, you know, social media. You were and sitting I, here. I wasn't sitting here. Okay. I thought I was, but I was still, I was on <laughs> my couch tweeting and, 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 and uh, Facebooking about people not to panic because to me it was far more important that the penalty penalty killing was so high and that they were still the best five on five team uh, in the NHL, but it would be refreshing DJ to see a couple of power play goals, I don't care if they're fluky or whatever, to get them going here because, I, you know, I know they did it last year, but I, I'd hate to have them go through another stretch of vote for 21 on the power play again.
1: Right, and uh, you know, the, the 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 Bruins fans have certainly gotten their wish uh, from the last postseason. They wanted to get in the lineup, and once he was in the lineup they wanted him in the po- on the power mm. play. And aside from a couple of games where Claude put him on that second unit and played him very sparingly there, the Bruins fans didn't get their wish then, but... Uh, I'd, I'd say that they don't have Recchi in front. They don't, have, uh, they don't have that guy you can kind of pester people at, in front where, uh, on one of the units where you have Lucic doing it on the other one. But the skill level still high enough where they, still, where they should be able to produce more on the power play. And having Chara back there with that shot should lead to more. But, again, it's just going to come down to what it came down to last year, which is you look at it and you just can't put together why it isn't happening. Like you said, it's far bigger that that their penalty kill is sound, and that will never be an issue for this team, uh, given how many uh, good two-way forwards they have in Bergeron and Kelly and and Paye and Marshawn and and whomever. So, uh, I mean, I guess it's still going to be a waiting game for the the power play, but the penalty kill uh, doesn't seem uh, like it will struggle from here on out.
0: My last question uh, slash statement, you know, Dale Hunter, I'm a little older than you, uh, but, I mean, I hated the man. Couldn't stand him when he was with Quebec and some of the things and the crap that he pulled. And uh, there was one incident where he had he was kicking the crap out of Kenny Linsman and Bob Sweeney. Actually, led, led a, a bench clearing brawl mm-hmm. off the bench. Um, you know, years ago, but not, that was just one minor thing. But I'm I'm that, that was surp- that
2: was that was the statement part of it, right? Yeah. Okay. They, just, but I'm just trying to keep. Are it.
0: you surprised somewhat? Um, most teams take on the personality of their coach, and Dale has an interesting personality as well. Is surprised that he's kind of is he's a better coach than I thought he would be. At least I it's been a short sampling here, but I'm a little surprised at how disciplined this team is. Is what I'm trying to say because he right. wasn't.
1: Right, and you know, you you think you think Dale Hunter and you think what you just said. You think Dale Hunter. You think Pierre Turgeon. So uh, certainly it, it was uh, a lot more of the the ratty and dirtier things that uh, he did in his playing career that that uh, really I guess made him household. Uh, name when he was playing. And I know you said you were older than me, but uh, it was also one of the reasons why when I was a kid and I got a Dale Hunter card, I threw it away. There's a (laughs) little fun fact. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that still his style was enough of a a, a more responsible defensively sound player that he would want his team to take that on, and they have. But you also look at the roster and you think that if this is completely going to work there, maybe they need to to ship some of these – more highly skilled and uh, in, in, in flashier players who don't really bring the complete package uh, out, and uh, that I guess will depend on on how quick this series goes.
0: And actually, I, I lied; it's not my last question, but another thing: the Stanley Cup playoffs. We all know it's it's one of the greatest times in, in, in sports. It really this is. It's like Frost
2: Nixon. And, I'm, Fro- like
0: and I'm, I'm a big I know, and I'm a, I'm a big hockey guy uh, a, as you know. But I don't know if you saw the uh, the Vancouver game last night. I mean, first the Philly game was great, and the Vancouver game again. It's it's that. I just love watching the Canucks suffer. But when they give up two short-handed goals, when Dustin Brown scored, those, scored early, and there was almost a fight between, uh, between the go- Burrows and the, and the goalie early, quick and early on in the game. I mean, it's just great drama, isn't it?
1: Oh, it, it, it's, it's wonderful. And, you know, that, that series, I know that a lot of people are surprised, but you just mentioned uh, Jonathan Quick. The, the mm. Kings, this, this isn't... Uh, 46
0: oh, saves last night.
1: Right. Mm. This, this is, I, you know what? I gave him my, my top vote for the Hart Trophy. So maybe he can pull a a Verlander. Wait, wait, uh...
2: wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like you you, pretend balloting? You actually have a hard trophy vote?
1: They give them out to anybody these days. Oh my God!
2: Wow!
0: Holy cow! Is it like the Hall of Fame ballot, where it's like this, like this looks like a piece of toilet tissue with five names on it and boxes? People think the Hall of Fame ballot for baseball is this real fancy, fancy oh, yeah, thing. You, you, it's you just like a little white piece of paper you
2: would find, you know, stuck in a in a copier. If Randy Scott <laughs> has a Hart Trophy ballot, I'm done. I, I give up. I'm <laughs> not following hockey anymore.
1: You, you know what the 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 uh, NHL awards ballot looks like? It looks like an email that says Hart Trophy. Five, meaning your top five people, uh, Norris five, Selkie, five, like all all rookie team, all uh, all NHL team, blah blah blah. Forward this email to this person with the names put in it.
0: Well, 100%. let me let me ask you this, just real quick before we let you go in the uh, in the uh, L.A. Uh, Vancouver series, do you th- is it possible Luongo comes out game for game three and Schneider goes in, our former BC guy?
1: Yeah, game game three or four. I mean, if if he if if he struggles again, then yeah. He, this, this guy finished, what was it, 9.37 save percentage, which is just shy of what Thomas did last year. And granted, he didn't play as much as Thomas, but, I mean, this kid's legit. And it's, it's plenty of reason for the, the Canucks and their fans to be uh, kicking themselves over the contract that uh, Luongo has because, really, this guy could be a starting goaltender pretty much anywhere. And uh, instead, he's uh, relegated to splitting time.
0: DJ, thanks a lot, and uh, enjoy the game today. Do not be surprised if the lights go out at some point. I mean, it's just, it's just it's uh, just 80 degrees See in Boston for the hockey game. Th- thanks a lot, DJ Bean, joining us here from Wei Bruins Insider does a great job.